Welcome to A Walk on the Wise Side. This is the first of a series of five mindfulness-improving podcasts. These will each be about 20 to 25 minutes long and will together take you on a journey from where you think you are to where you really are. My name is Dr. Stephen McKenzie, and I am one of your guides on this journey, along with some other mindfulness and life experts from a range of life wisdom traditions. I am a senior lecturer at the School of Psychological Sciences at the University of Melbourne and a mindfulness researcher, course developer and author. My completed courses on mindfulness so far include a free course for University of Melbourne students and staff, Mindfulness Techniques for Improving Wellbeing. You can access this course by googling Unimelb Wellbeing in the Time of COVID. My books on mindfulness so far include Mindfulness for Life with Associate Professor Craig Hassard, Mindfulness at Work, and Heartfulness Beyond Mindfulness, Finding Your Real Life. Mindfulness is a state of mind, or actually a state that's beyond our minds, and their ideas, and limitations, and problems. To really understand mindfulness and its benefits, we need to really practice it and therefore really experience it. Mindfulness isn't an idea, it's a way of being, who we really are, when we let go of who we think we are. We don't learn mindfulness just as we don't learn life. We remember it. We come back to it. We just be it. Travelling with us on our walk on the wise side to mindfulness and to the life benefits that it can give us is Lucy, who was a student at the University of Melbourne. Lucy is interested in discovering something potentially valuable and surprising about mindfulness and about herself. Welcome, Lucy, and everyone, to a walk on the wise side. Hi, I'm Lucy. I'm 26 years old, and I've just finished my Master's of Journalism at the University of Melbourne. I'm currently isolating in rural Victoria on the family farm, so that means uh, chilling with heaps of baby animals, which is really exciting, and living with my parents after eight years out of home, which is also an experience. I've been exposed to mindfulness as a result of previous therapy for OCD and anxiety and depression. I suppose I'd like to become more comfortable with the mindfulness process. My previous experiences, I've worried I've not been doing it properly when really there isn't a correct way of doing it, I suppose. I think at the moment I get too caught up in doing it the right way. And so when I go off course, I immediately get caught up in a cycle of judgment, which is also really not the point of mindfulness. So what is mindfulness really? Mindfulness has become very popular recently, and that's a good thing because it can give people great life benefits. It's also not such a good thing because its rapid rise in popularity has led to disinformation as well as information about mindfulness. There are mindfulness myths and misconceptions as well as mindfulness truth and real benefits. There is mindfulness noise as well as mindfulness signal, mindfulness ideas of reality, 
as well as reality. Mindfulness is a technique or a group of techniques, and it's also more than a technique. It's a way of living and a living state. We are all mindful, at least occasionally, because we are all aware, at least occasionally, and we all accept what we are aware of, at least occasionally, and we can all direct our awareness to what we want to be aware of, at least occasionally. If we really couldn't be mindful, at least occasionally, our lives would be worse than they are. Being mindful is actually very simple and very natural. The active ingredients of mindfulness are just, firstly, being fully aware. Secondly, fully accepting whatever we are aware of. And thirdly, directing our awareness rather than having it distracted, such as by thoughts about what might happen in the future or what has already happened in the past. To be mindful is simply to be fully awake and therefore fully appreciating life as it is, here and now. And this means coming out of our life daydreams or year dreams or decade dreams of what might be or once was. Is mindfulness like meditation where you sit down and deliberately do it? Or is it something that you can do anytime and anywhere? It's both. There is formal mindfulness, which could be seen as a form of meditation, where we sit down and do an actual mindfulness practice, such as being aware of the breath or the bodily sensations regularly. There is also an informal practice of mindfulness, which we can do anytime which is when we give our full attention to whatever we are doing and really listen to whoever is talking to us, no matter what we think of them. Another informal mindfulness practice is pausing between activities, such as by being aware of our breath or body between activities. These are powerful practices that can give us real-life benefits. What are the benefits of mindfulness? What's in it for me? There's been a lot of research on mindfulness and its benefits, and we will consider this research evidence and issues with it in the next podcast. For now, some key benefits of mindfulness that research evidence supports and which real people really experience include better sleep, study, time management, responses to stress and addictions, weight management and general health, and less anxiety and depression. When we are mindful, we are fully focused and connected, so we more fully experience what we are connected to, including other people. So we are calmer and more content with what we have, rather than wanting what we don't have. The greatest mindfulness benefit is the greatest benefit that it can give you. Maybe that's a reduction in your stress or worry or an increase in your ability to study without distraction, or just an improvement in your general well-being. To get the full benefits of mindfulness, you need to fully allow it, you need to understand it, and you need to practice it consistently and wholeheartedly, and therefore live it. 
Mindfulness is simple and natural, and yet it requires effort. A subtle effort of will rather than won't, so that you remember to practice it and overcome any obstacles to practice it, such as allowing the mind to think that we don't have time or that we have something better to do. There's always time to be timeless. There's nothing better to do than be peaceful and productive. The great mindfulness researcher and practitioner John Kabat-Zinn was a medical specialist in Boston who really helped start the widespread acceptance and practice of mindfulness. He said that mindfulness is like a muscle. We can strengthen our mindfulness muscle by overcoming resistance. If it's natural for us to be mindful, what is stopping us? Most of us know deep down that we will be better off being mindful than being stressed and better off being able to focus on what we are doing rather than be distracted by the endless compulsive appeal of what we're not doing. Yet most of us, most of the time, are living in a twilight zone where we are living a less than full life and not as fulfilled and connected and clear as we can be. Why? Alan Watts was an English philosopher who moved to the USA in 1938 and helped popularise Eastern religions and philosophies including Buddhism, Taoism and Vedanta, which modern mindfulness has its roots in. Alan Watts was a Christian minister and also an expert in Eastern languages and philosophies and described himself as a spiritual entertainer. One of his CDs is called Do You Do It or Does It Do You? We can apply this question to our lives. Are we living our life as we would really like to or are we being lived by life? What gets in the way of our being more mindful apart from not knowing or caring what mindfulness is and not knowing how to practice it is being stuck in our usual way of doing and not doing things even if we don't much like the results. Now is the time, the only time, to let go of what we think we can and can't and should do and actually start understanding, practicing and therefore experiencing mindfulness. Real peace and clarity of mind and with real connection to other people and to our real selves. John Kabat-Zinn was once asked if it's really possible to let go of all of our heavy mind load that gets in the way of our being mindful. And he said, is it possible to drop a heavy weight? We can break through our mindfulness barriers, including our mindless habits and our mind-made resistance, such as I don't have time or there's something better on my phone, by just coming back to reality to stillness at this moment. When we are mindful, we realise that this moment is our life. What's a good way to start mindfulness practice? Let's start with a simple mindfulness practice now, the best place to start anything. This is a mindfulness practice that we could call coming to our senses and as with all mindfulness practices, it will help wake us up by helping us rest. 
by being aware of and accepting the reality of what's really happening right here and right now. This mindfulness practice consists of being fully aware for just a few minutes of our breath and then of each of our senses without reaction or expectation or judgment. Sit comfortably and let go of any ideas or expectations or judgments. If any thoughts come into your mind, let them come and let them go and return your awareness to your mindful focus. Be fully aware of your breath as it is now. Be really aware of your breath. Be aware only of your breath. Be aware of the feel of your incoming breath and your outgoing breath. And be aware of the space between the in-breath and the out-breath. Stay focused on the breath without doing anything to it or with it. Whenever you are aware that you are not aware of your breath, return to your awareness of it. Don't judge this process or its results. Just do it. Just be aware. Just be. Now be aware of the body. Really feel it. Feel its weight on the chair. Without reaction, just let the sensations arise and pass away. Now feel the air on the face and hands and feel the weight of the clothes on the body. Feel the feet on the ground. Now be aware of the sense of smell. Fully aware of the sense of smell. Now be aware of the sense of taste. Fully aware of the sense of taste. Be aware of what you can see now. If your eyes are closed, be aware of any light or darkness. Now be aware of hearing. Be aware of sounds, close and far away. Connecting with sounds. 
allowing them to arise and pass away. Simply rest in this awareness. Good. And now, when you're ready, slowly, easily, and naturally, returning the awareness to the room. And opening the eyes. This is the practice of mindfulness, and it's a practice of being still being aware, being connected with reality. So this ends the first mindfulness podcast. Farewell. A Walk on the Wise Side is a University of Melbourne podcast. Dr. Stephen McKenzie is our host. Production by Sylvie Van Wall. With audio engineering and editing by Arch Cuthbertson. Our student guest is Lucy Williams. Music from Lee Rosavia. You can find more great audio series wherever you get your podcasts or by going to unimelb.edu.au.